Welcome to Do The Math Podcast. It's a podcast where we discuss the times we're in, divide the topics, subtract the nonsense, and see what adds up. It's your boy, Elder Chidi, and I am here with the grandpa himself. What's good, y'all? How you doing? Yo, we are... Um, I'm sure we are all excited, but before we talk about why we're excited, I want to tell everyone listening to this real quick. First, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. Secondly, if you're not subscribed to this, go ahead and subscribe. Don't wait a second. I don't know what you've been doing for so long, but it don't matter no more. Go ahead you're and subscribe. You're wasting your time. You've been wasting your time. And then once you're done with that, go ahead and rate this. Five stars. Leave a review. We want to get feedback from you. And then once you're done with that, share this podcast. Put it on your IG, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, MySpace, wherever you want to put it. Put it there. All right? And then go ahead and grab your paper, your pencils, your calculator, and let's do the math. This is episode seven. Yo, man, seven weeks deep. How you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. I mean, it has been seven weeks per se. You know, I think it's been like eight or nine. But I think so. I think, yeah, eight <laughs> or nine. That's true. <laughs> but now I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, fully vaccinated. Shout out to uh, Moderna as of today. So we'll see how that goes. Um I think they said the second day is the worst day, so we'll see how it goes. Did, did you get so? Hold on, did you get Moderna or did you get Pfizer? I got Moderna, man. When you're talking about your Pfizer stuff today, I said, you know, that's interesting, but I got Moderna. You know, that's what they gave me, and that's what I took. So, what'd you get last time? Was it? A, I thought you said you got Pfizer. Oh, nah, <laughs> I got Moderna last. Time. He didn't know what he. Gave. You told me you told me Pfizer. Now you told nah, me. Bro, I, I got you know, I got bro. Moderna, son. I got Moderna. It's on my card. It's, I know I had to make sure I got the right one. I told you guys not to go get the wrong one. We're trying hey, to finesse to get the, the right. The, the wrong, the wrong one is Johnson and Johnson. That's that's all I know because that thing's been. Anyways, we're not here for all that. But no, Pfizer, no issues. I got my second dose today as well. Uh, so far, so good. Um, I, but I did hear the second day is when you know things get shaky. So yeah. we we will see. I'm taking it easy though. I'm not trying to do too much uh, between today and today, today and tomorrow. But I'm happy. So now that you got the vaccine. You got both doses. What's next? What's the move? Outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Outside is the mission. Outside is the mission. I'm not even going to mix words with you guys. I'm going outside. I've been in my house for, um, you know, before this, I mean, I started going outside a little bit more often, but before this, those who know me know I was a really big insider during the COVID, I mean, during the pandemic, the height of the pandemic. Of course, we're still in the pandemic right now, but for the most part, I was inside the house. So, this year, whatever you have left of the year, I'm going to try to travel a little bit more. You know, of course, be safe with my mask and stuff like that. But I have a more comfort level knowing that I have the vaccine, you know, versus when I didn't have it. You know, so I think I'm just going to do a little more traveling. How about you? Yeah, man, definitely going to uh, do some more traveling. Got a couple of trips lined up uh, for work and personal. Uh, but now I feel good. Man. I feel good to be vaccinated. I can step out. I can go outside, go get something to eat. Uh, and, and not really be worried or, you know, go have some fun and, and all that stuff. So but I'm still going to mask up, though, just to be on the same yeah. side. Um, you know, the CDC does recommend that even if you're vaccinated, go ahead and mask up. And honestly, it doesn't bother me that much to. Uh, to That's what I'm saying. And I, I walked into I walked into Walgreens today to get um, a free picture. So shout out to my sister who helps me get these free pictures, by the way. But um, I walked in there and, you know, I guess the one in Cedar Hill. Mm-hmm. People not wear a mask, and you know, usually wow. I, I'm, about, I'm about to snitch. Like, yo, 
they don't got no mask on, but the, the cashiers were okay with it. I was like, wow, this is what we're becoming, you know, so odd to yeah. see people not wearing masks because you've been doing it for a year plus and it just mm-hmm. happens to be a part of us now, you know, so I have no problem with wearing masks. How much longer I wear the mask? I don't know. I don't do for the rest of my life. Hopefully oh, no. We don't yeah, turn yeah. China, but, you know, <laughs> maybe next two years, two or three years, we can take it off. You know, I want to see some faces, see some smiles, but I have no problem wearing masks right now. Facts. Facts. And, and you know what? Earlier we mentioned that we're happy. You know, I'm happy, uh, but at the same time, there's some other things that are bothering me, and I'm sure they're bothering you too, and we'll talk about that. Um, but let's start first with, with what's on everybody's mind, which is this verdict that came down yesterday. Um, give us your initial thoughts, man. Where were you at? Uh, what did you think? Let's start there. I mean, I, I was uh, in Ohio, uh, of course, you know, just uh, chilling in Ohio. But but I got the news at first. You know, I, I wasn't surprised because this is more of a common sense thing. And, you know, I, I that's all I had to say. I, I'm not going to celebrate common sense. I don't feel as if you should celebrate this. I don't feel as this should be this should be a big mon- monumental thing. I don't think that this should be anything more than what it is—a conviction for a criminal. And you know, the fact that we're even thinking of celebrating this or making this such a monumental thing says a lot more for this country and how far we have to go to to be um, on the same page that we think we'll ever you know be able to attain. No, I, I completely, I completely agree in that regard. I, I thought that that this should have been the verdict. Um, yeah, I always thought that anything other than this would have been ludicrous um, because we saw. And I was actually thinking about this on my way back. I'd been thinking about this for a while, but it dawned on me again today that all this man had to do, which is Chauvin, Derek Chauvin, all he had to do just take his knee off his uh-uh. neck. You're That's not it. Hard. We're not asking for too much. No, nobody's saying don't arrest. Hey, you want to arrest him? Arrest him. Hey, I got no, I got no problem with that. But once people saw that he couldn't breathe, they they they're pleading with this man, right? Remove your knee from his neck, just please. We we don't care if you arrest him. Just take your knee off so he can breathe. That's it. That's all they're asking. And this this demon, this devil, Derek the Devil, couldn't do it. And 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 that's very disgusting, if you ask me, man. And it's inhumane. And he deserves everything that is coming to him. And I hope they throw the whole book of the law at him because, I mean, this guy, he murdered him. I mean, and that's yeah. good. He, he murdered him. All you have to do is just take your knee off his neck. That's it. And we would be, you know, what, what would we talk about? Okay, maybe we talk about police brutality or, you know, you guys unjustly arrested him. At least he's alive. But, right, you know, right. he's alive. But the 27 mil they gave, the, listen, no amount of money is going to bring your family back. I get it. That it's going to solve some problems. For sure, playing seven is going to solve a lot of a lot of problems. It's going to solve no, it's going to solve a lot of problems. But at the end of the day, that young lady is going to go the rest of her life with no father. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's not great. It's another black father taken from the community. You know, a, a family is going to hurt for the rest of their life. So I know a lot of people are you know uh, you know saying a lot of things. I think Nancy Pelosi said you know uh, thank you for George Ford for sacrificing his life. That, that man did not want to sacrifice his life. I mean, if, if are you it was up me? to him. He would not. He would. Who? Who wants to do that? The only person I know who has willingly given up their lives for others is Jesus, and we appreciate that. And and, and to, to, that's what I'm saying. Because because if you ask George Floyd today, hey, look, bro, let's kill you. You know, to make a stay. He's gonna say no. <laughs> Hell no. 
<laughs> you so, about, what are you talking about? So? <laughs> no. so, so you know, I know, I know a lot of people are saying that, but no, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, there are there are still people who are supporting Derek Chauvin. There are still people who are uh, rooting for this guy. So I want to read you a couple of comments because I, yeah. I went online, uh, YouTube videos. Uh, I mean, you name it. You know, articles, so on and so forth, just to get an idea. Of what people were saying this, this is what people were saying one um one person said and i quote i cried when i saw the verdict i listened and watched the trial no way the jury was impartial way too much reasonable doubt okay she's a lawyer i didn't know that hang in there chauvin attorney nelson and supporters back the blue okay so are you kidding me are you hanging there this man murdered somebody. He's telling him. I'm confused. Him. Like, like, are we watching the same TV? This, are we watching the same video? Hang, hang in there is, is is something you say to people. You know, if a kid is on timeout, hey man, hang in there. You know, twenty minutes you be out. But this man killed somebody. There's no hang. There's no hanging in there. He needs to be hung in there. That's what he needs to be doing. But anyways, let's uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, this is somebody else that says, so George had a serious amount of unknown drugs in the system, used fake money, which till today we haven't fake money. I'm still waiting on that. Um, and the policeman used necessary force to detain a drugged up maniac. Hmm. How is he guilty? Hmm. First of all, I, I'll break this down here in a second. Let, let me keep going. He says he was just doing his duty. I would be appealing this straight away. So much for justice in America. The innocent get convicted while the criminal gets a mural. So wrong. Hmm. What do you, I mean, what do you think? Well, I can probably think one thing correctly that all the people leaving these comments are probably in Dutch. Of course. Of course. We know that. Of course. These are the Claire folks. We know that. We know that. Yeah, we know that. Secondly, I think these people are delusional. Insane. For sure. There, there is no way that we just watched the same trial. No way. That we just saw the same footage that yeah. was captured in, 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 in HD. HD. These are, remember, 2K, 4K crimes. HD. 4K crimes. We've seen it live. HD. No, it's not blur. It's not blur. Multiple, multiple angles. Multiple angles. You're telling me, like, 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 I don't understand. Like, I, I'm sometimes I said I didn't watch the whole trial because I sat there sometimes and said, "Wow, like, it really took about five police officers to subdue one man who was handcuffed." And the fact that he even got to the, it just doesn't make any sense. Why? It just is just racism. This is racism. Oh, for sure. These, these that, that's what it is. Racist. That's what. That's what. It, that's what yeah. the sense makes to me. Racism. That's yeah. what I'm going to classify it as that because because human beings. As a fellow human being, you should know, wow, like maybe this is kind of wrong. Even though I'm white and do it black, you know, this is wrong, man. But if you're not saying that, you're just racist. That's what it is. I agree. I agree. You're just, you're just racist. And, and you know, the, the, the crazy thing about what this guy's saying is, I keep going back to that fake money. Mm-hmm. Well, where? Where is this money that they're talking about? Because there's a lot of reports. I, I haven't seen it. And And even if... Even if he used fake money, which that is a crime. And yes, George Floyd should have gotten his due day in court if he mm-hmm. did that. 
But once again, if he did it, let him get his day in court. Yeah. But he didn't even get an, an opportunity to do that. He did he not. So, so how's that fair? And we talk about, uh, you know, fair trial, right to justice, all this jazz. Okay, great. Let everybody get that. But is it only for white people? If it's white, it's right. If it's black, it's whack. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I think so. I mean, let, let's be real. And so to hear him and said, hey, this policeman used necessary force. He said it. He said it. One thing he kept saying, reasonable police officer. Oh, my God. Where are the my reasonable thing, police officers they talking none, about? None. And my thing is, you're talking about detaining this man. I understand detaining, but you don't detain somebody by pinning their neck down. No. You, you already have this guy detained. He's on the floor, handcuffs. You got a bunch of people who are around this guy. Where do you think he's going to go? I mean, this is the stuff I'm talking about here. It's common sense stuff. Where do you think he's going to go? You, there was no need for this guy's knee to be on his neck, especially after people were pleading to say, hey, you already got him. Just take your knee off his neck, man. That's it. But anyways, uh, and to ask how is he guilty, the fool must not have, he, he must not have watched the video. So I'm not yeah. going to waste my time talking about that. And the last line, which is the innocent get convicted. So Derek Chauvin is innocent. He didn't kill somebody. He didn't call somebody. Listen, no amount of... Okay, even if George Floyd was on drugs, and let me say this, that's his business if he was on drugs, right? My thing was, even if it was on drugs and his knee was not on, and uh, Chauvin's knee was not on his neck, he would have been on drugs and made it home Bum. and still been alive. The, it, it's, it's the knee that killed this man, not the drugs. Even if it was on drugs, and let me say this, even if he was on drugs, let's be real, it probably wasn't his first day on drugs. So you're trying yeah. to tell me he's been doing drugs for the past, I don't know, let's just say a year. He's been doing drugs for a year. He hadn't died. And then now the day again that he does drugs, he died. Okay. What is the new variable that was added into the to the situation? Hmm. This guy's knee. I mean, let's let's just call it what it is. Let's stop this BS. Let's call it what it is. So um, this is racism to his finest. I'm happy Derek Chauvin, you know, got convicted of all three charges i'm looking to see what the senate sentencing is going to be like I, we know he's going to get a light sentence he's a police officer uh he presumably has no criminal record so he's going to get on the lighter end of things so no one should think that he's going to you know get the chair i mean none of this stuff i don't think anyone believes that but um uh, don't think it's going to be crazy i don't think so what, what do you think about sentencing what do you, what, what do you mean, think they're going to be people talking about he may only get 12 years you know that's the <laughs> minimum i think that's the Minimum sentence, and the max is 40. You know, yeah. and look what they did to this stupid lady and Geiger in Dallas. They gave her a small little 10 years, you know what I'm saying? So let's not celebrate too early. You know, I think we have to understand, hey, we need the full brevity of the law. We need yeah. all, all the years we can give him an extra. So so let's not go give him no 12 years because people are solving more for lesser crimes. Yeah, yeah. So, let, so let's do this the right way. And I hope... That who I don't know who's I guess the, the judge or the jury deciding the whoever is deciding the the length of sentencing please use your brain because people are still ready to riot so so let let's make sure we have a city of Minnesota left when we're done with this with this uh, sentencing because at this point we have been here before we have seen you know quote unquote justice be served but we have seen a mess up when it comes to sentencing so let's not get there again yeah no I, I, absolutely absolutely. And, and, and you know what? As we're getting that that verdict, uh, not too long after that, we, we couldn't even celebrate too long after that. Something else happened. 
where a 15 year old lady uh a 15 year old girl, girl kid yeah girl, child. uh was killed can you, can you talk about that yeah so um a police officer was responding to um i believe a fight at a house in uh, columbus ohio uh, I think on Legend Lane around uh, 4.30 p.m. So right after, you know, the George Floyd uh, celebration, I guess, or, you know, I guess festivities. There, so this little girl, um, according to the story, she called the police because she was about to get jumped. You know, I think they're fighting her or along the lines of, you know, they're about to jump her. Uh, it was one on five, I believe. So um, the woman, oh, sorry, the girls approached her and they started fighting. You know, of course, the police pulled up. And, you know, they saw the fight going on and the officer, um, he pulled up and was, you know, of course, confused, didn't de-escalate the situation mm-hmm. and just ran up and said, hey, what's going on? You know, and then he saw someone fall in front of him. He saw, of course, the girl who was, quote, unquote, getting jumped. You know, he saw her throw the girl on the floor. So I guess that's his first analysis of the situation. Then he now was saying, hey, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. And then he saw the girl, you know, have a knife. Mm-hmm. And um, she had a knife in the in the motion of ready to stab, you know, some other girl she was fighting. And of course, uh, these guys are going to do what they do best. He, of course, uh, killed her with um, four shots to the chest mm. in front of her father and her, um, I believe, her mother or her siblings um, outside. It, it was less than, I mean, less than 10 feet separation. This is close range, uh, you know, execution style shots. You know, so um. What are your thoughts, man? To, you know, how do you? I know I sent this to you, and you're. I just want to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it just first off, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, it. It was almost as if they were the powers that be. Maybe the police officer was like, "No, nah, let's not give them something to celebrate too much about. Let's ruin their parade, right?" Um, because it seems like as, as people were like, "Oh, yes, finally we got this!" Boom. Something else happened. I'm like, whoa, we hadn't even, we hadn't even sat down. We, mm-hmm. we have not even sat down, and a new thing has happened. Um, as I'm watching this, I just a couple of things come to mind. Police really need to be trained on de-escalating situations because it's extremely clear that they are terrible at it. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Now, I'm not gonna condone people coming to come you know, jump people in their house and so on and so forth. I think that's the story we're told. People came to this lady's house, uh, to the young girl's house, and she called the police. Now, here's the thing. Once the police arrived, at least from the, because I saw the full body cam footage. Once the police arrived, um, you see, you see some people coming out. You see two girls who are just in it. They're just fighting. They're just going at it. Uh, and to me, I would have hoped that the police officer would step in and say, hey, stop, stop, stop. Uh, and if anything, you know, if he really needed to pull out pepper spray uh, or if that wasn't working, taser or just go straight for the taser, right? At least lethal taser. Bring that out. While that's, so let's take a step back. While that's happening, we see uh, another young lady, I think, who fell to the ground. And then you have... Uh, some guy who ends up kicking her on the head, which to me, I'm like, so all this is going on at once. I don't know how many police officers were there, but one certainly wasn't enough. 
Do you know that guy was, that. Um, I think it was more than one, but that guy was actually her father. The guy who kicked that uh, somebody yes. on the floor? Yes. That's, that, that's shameful. That's shameful. That, that, he was kicking that's you know, uh, uh, a little girl as well. And I was like, wow. That That's shameful. Now I'm not saying that does you know that deserves what took place next, but let's park the bus there for a second. Why is that even? Why? 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 What's going on? You like, know, as adults here, we should lead by example. Kicking somebody in the head—I don't know what the story was, but anyways. So we we'll go back to the police officer. So now what you have is uh, the girl who ends up getting killed. She has a knife in her hand, and what it looks like as she's going is that she's going to stab. This other girl that she's fighting. It doesn't look like she's going to stab her in the thigh. It looks like she's going directly for her neck. She starts up top and moves up towards the head area. So at least it's the neck or head area. Or at least lower, uh, uh, upper chest, if anything. Yeah. We know it's up there. Uh, And then at that point, you know, the gun's already drawn. And he pumps, uh, and he shoots her. Pumps some bullets in her. Shame. Okay. Which goes back to, where is the taser? Uh, because it's not like the other situation where, you know, they wanted to pull out a taser, but instead pull out a gun. No, he wanted to pull out his gun. He pulled out his gun and then he shot. Nah, for real. Like this, this is, this is my guy could have used the excuse. Oh my gosh. This was the, in fact, this was not a better time for any excuse, but if he had common sense, he would have just copied his stupid idiot, you know, girlfriend who, who, uh, out of, uh, Minnesota who said she thought it was a taser. Cause that would have saved him. This The whole thing doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why are you like, like like? Why is that your first? Why? And the dude and the dude made it seem oh she was attacking him. That's my biggest beef with this is that when they when they made it when his news came out, the officer made it seem that this girl was trying to attack him. No way. He's stupid. I, I don't think that's what they said. Right. I don't think man. I, right I, man, right. I'm, man, I'm I'm eighty nine percent sure that's what the story was when it dropped. That this dude said. He was, you know, this girl was trying to attack him. I don't think he even mentioned the fact that if you look at the video, you know, I, I won't lie. It was going to get ugly if action wasn't taken. I'm not saying the, force, the use of force was necessary, but there was something that needs to be done because this girl was about to stab the hell out of this other girl. No, you know no she was. She was about she to mess was. her up. She was. You know, and, and, and you know, so I, I'm not saying what, what the cop did. Was was justified, but I'm saying that you know this girl also, she she could have been in the same situation where hey look, she could have been you know dead you know what I'm saying or she could have been injured fatally from this from this uh, injury to, from this girl, but I do think that even if he had to pull his gun, shooting someone four times, yeah, un- Come unnecessary. On. No, so it's the, use of it's the use of force that's problematic for me because. Uh, I do think that police need to intervene in that intervene in that situation, hundred percent, hundred percent. But the worry is why the four shots, right? Unnecessary. Yeah. Taser should have been used there. Um, and we have seen other races do far worse. When I say other races, me, I only mean one, the white race. What about people who who lunge at police, mm, who take the police mm. guns, who right. Who, who, who hit police with their car, who lead police on long chases, all, all these different things that really, truly endanger the lives of police. Those people, guess where they are now? They're, they're eating you and I's money. Taxpayer they're in money. prison. Or, or they're chilling at home. They're chilling at home with house arrest on bail. 
We're, we're feeding these guys. But yet, if it's black people, this goes like this. So I'm not saying uh, black people, all black people are saying to, no, I'm just saying, hey, we, we talk about how criminals should get their due process. Okay, great. Guess what? Let that be the same for whites and for blacks, for Hispanics, and for any other uh, uh, groups of people, period. So to me, this young lady, uh, her about to, someone actually asked this question. Let me, let me talk about it. Someone actually asked this question on Facebook and said, hey, if you were the parent of the lady, of the young girl she was about to stab, how do you feel about this? Right. Hmm. So because essentially she saved your daughter, uh, her getting killed saved your daughter's life. So, so what are your thoughts? Or do you do you feel that hey, because like you talked about, she about to get stabbed the hell up. It was back. It was backhand to the organ. It was gonna be Yo, bad. It was gonna be bad. So the question then is, how do you want them to feel? So let me pose that question to you. If you are, if you are that other young girl's pre- uh, parent, how do you feel in this? Let me tell you something, man. I'd be, I'd be relieved, to be honest. You know, of course, I feel bad that wow, someone's child is dead. Yeah. You know, uh, of course, the whole. I, I, let me take a step back. Of course, my child, God forbid, will not be in this situation because why would you go jump anybody? But if they got to this situation, you know, as a Nigerian child, which would be very, in my opinion, uncommon or rare, if they got to this situation, I'd be relieved. I'd be like, wow, like you know, like I really feel bad for this girl that was killed. Who was 15 years old, but you know, even if the cop, I'm just happy that I'll be happy if the cop showed up. Period. You feel me? I wouldn't be happy with the results because I knew that if the cops didn't show up, my daughter may not be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or she yeah. may be in the in a bigger, worse situation. And that's just real talk. You know, the fact that they showed him and put this uh, this girl, you know, into the grave. That's upsetting. Is sad. It could have used a different kind of force. But if they didn't show up at all. Who knows what could happen, you know? It could have been my daughter in that situation. And I'm not going to have to deal with that if, you know, it came to that. So that, that's how I feel, man. And it's, it may be selfish, but I'm sure the parent who whose daughter, you know, is alive because of this, I'm sure she they may feel the same way. They may not voice it, but, they, you know, that that's on them. I'm going to voice it. I'm going to say I'll be happy or be relieved that my child is okay. You know, of course, you know, unfortunately, this girl got killed, but... I have my child is is kind of alive, you know, because I don't have any children, but I'm sure those of you guys who have children know it's a very precious commodity. So you don't get, you know, multiple chances with these people. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I feel similarly. Um, my, my thing that I would tell my kids, and this is something that my parents have told me, say make every effort to where you and police don't have to interact. Make every effort, um, especially as a black person. It's sad that we have to do that, but we talked about this a couple of episodes ago that we got to talk from our parents regarding law enforcement and who we are as black men. We just had to get that talk. With that being said, you know my, my experiences with police uh, have only been limited to, you know, I was speeding and, and, and that's pretty much that. I've never had a situation where I need to talk more than that. Yeah. Um, and typically, I like to keep the conversation short and, you know, to the point, and that'd be that. Okay. With that being said, um, that's the same thing I, w- I would tell my kids. Exactly that. However, 
in lieu of society, I would I would say as I'm looking at this situation, once those people showed up to come jump her or whatnot, um, how when did it get to the point that they started fighting? I would like to know more because I'm trying to see how we can address this problem without involving police because we see what happens once we involve police. Yeah. Now, now a lot of people are not going to feel this way, and I might get some some pushback on it, but really think about what I'm saying. Can we get to can we get to a place where we don't have to involve police? Because when they show up, it's not, not, it's not it's good, good for nobody, for anybody. It's not, it's for, not good for anybody. For both sides, the aggressor so, so, and the defender. So, so why don't we think of ways where we can eradicate the problem or address the problem so that we don't have to deal with police? So for me, once the police has shown up, because I'm, I'm watching the video that once the police have shown up, my prayer, my hope is that those two people would not have been fighting anymore. Word. At that point, all the fight would have just stopped. Police is here. Let's stop. But if you notice, they keep fighting. I would have ran away. The police came. To be honest, they just they just kept fighting. And even still, the father went ahead and kicked that young girl right in front of police. I, I said, I said, I said, and I was shocked. I thought he was among them, but he said, "That's my baby." I said, "So right you want to fight police. Right in front of police. So you have that going on. And then even there, come on, they saw the police because, okay, they said, you call the police. Okay, you call the police. The police show up. Let's stop fighting. Let's let's just stop fighting. Because at that point, honestly, they can't, if police can't de-escalate stuff, we're going to have to de-escalate stuff on our own. And people might say, oh, well, you know, why would you say that? You you, you know, hey, do you want to live? Or do, you, or do you want to be the tough guy and then lose your life in the process? Which What, what do you want to do? You let me know. So to me, I'm not I'm not trying to be the tough guy, at least not in that instance. De-escalate. Let's see what's going on. Drop the weapon. Let's, let's figure out how we can leave this situation with every single one of us alive. My, my so thing is, thing that's, that's how I feel about that. That's what I would tell my kids. But but also the father there that is a is is a monk. Did he not? You know, I'm not trying to victim blame nothing, man. I mean, let's get that clear. But the father who was there, why did he allow that to happen? He's over here kicking the girl. Like, come on, this is what we're talking about. Like like if my daughter was about to get golf, let me tell you something, yo. No one's coming to my daughter, right? Because she ain't coming outside. I'm coming outside. Not her. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that should be the same mindset. Like, hey, we're not going to do this. Like, that's dumb. This is not, we're not fighting, period. You're not gonna fight in my house. <sighs> Cause look at that now. Now the police have come. And I think we I think we know in this day and age, hey, look, we don't want to call the police. And I think I told a story before about one time my old house, they stole my ring doorbell, you know, and I was afraid to call the police. But I eventually called them to file a report. And I told the ring people, hey, look, I'm calling the police to my house just because you guys said that's the only way I can get a free, you know, replacement. Because you know the police and the black people don't don't really mesh. Tell me why the cop came to my house like eleven, you know, eleven thirty at night. I'm all scared, like dang, like you know, what are they going to think? A black guy, you know, in the house, you know, at eleven thirty, anything can happen. Because that's right before, after uh, this guy got killed in his own house, both of them John, you know. So it's it was crazy that we know already in, ingrained in our brain. Hey, look, call the police. We have to ask these questions. Is it worth it? You know. But some people can call the police freely. Some people can call nine one one with no care in the world. You know, and that's the crazy part about it is that we, when things go crazy for us, we know that, of course, 
we the police are needed at times. We know, of course, that, hey, look, everybody's not the same wavelength in keeping the peace in society. We know we need some kind of enforcers, protectors, cool. But it's kind of odd if you call on them to protect us and they are putting us down. Hmm. That don't make no sense. So who, who are we going to call? Ghostbusters? That, that that's the that's the just the ter- terrible thing about all this man and I've, i keep saying it man it, it just it's gotten to that point where if you call police just expect something bad to happen so why don't you work hard so that you don't have to involve police like that's just where we need to be work hard so we don't have to involve police that's it so let's talk a little bit about let's talk about the next uh the next story here, which unfortunately for our viewers, I I, I wish we could, could come with other stories, but here here it is again. We got more police stories because it's mm. just these folks are running rampant, man, and doing so these much police, crime. These police are outside for real, man. So this is They're so outside. this this particular story here is coming from Boston. So could you share this a little bit with us in, in, in Boston? Too? Oh, I was on mute. If you guys oh. haven't noticed, we are uh, we're trying to send out new. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to. No worries. Nah, but so um, the the story in Boston, of course, you know, police are going to police. So there's an investigation about the Boston police who uh, and a police officer who was accused of sexual assault of uh, of minors. He was accused of this, and he was told to go back to work by his people and his union, even though they knew he was accused of sexual assault. This is in, this is, this is in Boston, Massachusetts, United States of America. <sighs> and this guy has been doing this since 1990. Hmm. 1990. Half a dozen children well I cannot say that I'm shocked you know I, I honestly can't say that I'm shocked this is what I expected out of uh, police because you know when you, when you talk about what is police duty to protect and serve to protect and serve themselves that's it to protect and serve themselves this guy has been assaulting children since 1990 like you said they didn't fire him guess what he goes on to lead the police union Hmm. And then guess what he does? Assault more children. Bum. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. I mean, come on. Come on. If this was any, uh, you know, ordinary, you know, person, and I say ordinary because police think that, you know, they're sort of demigods or whatnot. They're not. They're human beings. But in any case, if this was any average citizen who is not a law enforcement official, you do one one crime, you just one child, that's it for you. That is it. But yet, this guy was doing this. They didn't fire him. He eventually led the union and kept doing it. The, the, the same union that told him to get back to work is the one he ended up leading. So that means he's helping other people cover up the same thing. That's what it has to mean here. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just madness. And Right now, um, I am happy to say that 
the the mayor, who, who's a lady, by the way, is now looking into this particular issue, right? And, you know, she's quite upset. She's saying, hey, alleged behavior is disgusting and apparent lack of leadership shown by the department at this time is extremely troubling, you know, so on and so forth, right? So she's now coming out to say that, look, she understands that there's a problem mm. with law enforcement. There's this culture of secrecy where they just, w- once you get in, it's like, it's the fraternity. You do whatever you want and we will back you up. You're a police officer. You you do whatever you want and we'll back you up. doesn't matter. We will, we will back you up. And, th- and guess what? Those who don't back up, those are the people who are considered a threat to, to the job, a threat to, to the career, to the fraternity. That's why a lot of those people, some of those people lose their pension because they're called, they're snitches. Or well, some of those people can can deal with, you know, the whole when they become a police officer to see, wow, this is really deep. And they this just is deep. They, they, they quit. A lot of people become police officers and quit on their own because they see they cannot be the change they're trying to be. Because this, this is deep. It's deep. It's been going on for years, you know? And, 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 do, you know, and do you know what kills me is, is I'm reading as I was reading that article, it says some police. So right now what they're looking at is an investigation by outside, uh, <clears throat> by an outside agency into this. And this is what they said. It says some police officers support an outside investigation. That word some bothers me. So I'm confused. you have somebody who is, you have somebody who is essentially a, 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 a shit stain to your career into your profession and you don't want them gone hey man i don't know about you but if somebody's bringing a, a problems and, and a bad look to whatever it is i'm doing yo get this guy out of here get, get this guy out of here but yet people are saying some only some not all that's the problem that's the problem right there and 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 till we get that or understood till we get to a point where police officers are 100 percent um, going to be held accountable for their ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous decisions will always continuously have this issue and it's never mm-hmm. going to change. It's never going to change. So I'm, I'm not surprised this went on. And guess what? It's probably going to keep going on till somebody says something about it. And then at that point, it will probably be you know, over and done with. I think the the police. I see them as you know how the house has Democrats or Republicans. Now, obviously, Republicans are living in a different world than the Democrats. Because this, this to me just makes no sense. It kind of reminds me of um the, the what you said. The, the behavior they have is very uh, fraternity like. You know, once you get in, you're good, and they'll never turn it back on you. Yeah, and it's like ah, the the morals of you guys who are in that. You know, who are those police? Why do you guys, you know, not think this is a this is a problem? You know, you, you guys say you have your, your code of conduct and you know, back the blue and where are those who are talking about back the blue now? Where are they at? Are you guys still back in the blue? You know, with, with this with this kind of behavior going on? But I'm sure you'll see those in Boston who are still waiting from the blue white, blue lives matter flag loud and proud. You'll see those who are part of the union who are still gonna be waving their, you know, the flag loud and proud. So, so it's just upsetting that time after time we see these police just acting up left to right, right, left. They act up by shooting us. They act up by committing crimes. 
and we get a slap on the wrist, maybe even a, a little flick on the wrist at times, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the kind of thing that, that goes on. But, well, no surprise. Uh, I, I want to say, as we're dealing with these police shootings and things like that, don't forget, regular citizens are still going out there shooting. They're still going crazy. They're still going out there shooting. Every day. Shooting every day. Still going every on. day. Every day. Still going on. Every I mean, day. So let me ask this. How do you think we can eradicate this problem? Do you think, first off, do you think that it can be eradicated? Yeah. You, how? What What do we do to eradicate so, these so, so I think it was New Zealand, right? Yeah, I, I could be incorrect. But I believe New Zealand had a mass shooting in the mosque um, during the quarantine like a year and a half ago or maybe two years ago. And it was the biggest mass shooting in the history. And I believe literally less than a week after, I think the prime minister or the leader of the country literally banned assault rifles in that place. They said it was no more. No more. It's done. That's what we can do here. Because it's not like people are having these mass shootings. You know, for, for just to put it in perspective, we've had about 156 mass shootings this year. In the year, this is April. Madness. 156 shootings this year. Madness. You know, and, and and what's the final mass shooting when I think three or more people were injured? So, you know, it's not always going to be the news, but we had 156. You know, one happened like yesterday in Houston. Two people killed, one injured. So it's just, when you look at that, most of these mass shootings who are having these high casualty rates, they're not these pistols. They're not these, you know, little revolvers. Because you can only get one, two, three, four, five, you know, cool. The mass shootings is these AR-15s, these stock rifles, these 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 weapons of mass destructions that they have people have in the living rooms and bathrooms and say, "Man, I'm having a bad day. I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill people. I may shoot myself. I may just you know put my gun down and go to jail and, and just rot in prison and just you know get get that free money and that free food from prison for my life." That's what they're essentially saying. And until we have gun laws, do you, do you know? Do you know? I saw a video of some kids who got arrested um, in New Jersey, Perth Amboy in New Jersey. Shout out to you, idiots. Perth Amboy, New Jersey. <laughs> These kids got arrested for um, riding a bicycle in the city. And there's new um, there's new ordinance that says, hey, you need to have a license to ride the bicycle. What? And, and these kids are not even from that city. They're driving, flying, you know, I guess, biking through the city. Of course, they're black. You know, they get pulled over by the cops and the cops harass them, eventually take the bikes and arrest the kids. And I'm thinking that, wow, I need to have a license to drive a bicycle in New, in, in New Jersey, but I don't need a license to buy a gun. You don't need Texas? To go pick it up. No, no, wild. I don't need a gun. I don't need a license. What? No, to me, that's just crazy. You know, I, I haven't bought a gun before, you know, or maybe I have. Don't test me on people. Don't come to my house, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I don't think um, the process is, is strenuous enough. You know, these people are just going out there buying guns. You can buy a gun online. Like, to me, that just it's just mind-blowing. Like, we, it's so easy to access weapons in this country. And it's like, wow, the, the stats are there. We are, they're using the same kind of weapons to eliminate people at a, a fast rate. Like, is the AR-15, is the guns that we know. You know, these are not, oh my gosh, it's a ghost gun, as Joe Biden says. This is not a gun we're, not, we're looking for. We know the kind of guns that they're using to do these shootings. 
So to answer your question, there's a simple way to, to stop this is better gun laws and restrict the kind of guns we're buying. I don't see why, you know, your private citizen should have an assault rifle that can house, you know, 30 rounds and be converted to, you know, auto, uh, an automatic rifle. You know, this is not Afghanistan. This is not the war. This is not the front lines. This is America. This is where you have your neighbors. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, this is you can't even go outside. People talking about outside of the mission, it may be canceled because, uh, you know, crazy people are outside. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like I've always talked about, I don't think that there's one foolproof method, but one of the things you could do is, uh, especially for these people who commit these 4K crimes, mm-hmm. kill them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, immediately you, you go out there, you go out there Monday, you go out and shoot a bunch of people by Tuesday, you're buried. Now, you they know, shouldn't even bring you outside. They shouldn't even bring you into the into the into the. I'm into telling the, you, let let us quickly on the street, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's gonna make people think twice. Because people know it, like you talked about. It. I can go do this. I'll get my face all over the news, and I'll be in the jail, and, and and that'll be it. And I'll still be, you know, well taken care of, and so on and so forth. No, you do this on Monday, Tuesday, you're buried. That's it. That's what we should do. And matter of fact, I even think that people need to go a step further. Don't let their family come to their funeral. Seriously, mm-hmm. because these type of people, man, these are these are sick, twisted and demented people. We have to meet them where they are. So we have to do something there and let them know that you come here. And America talks about how it's so big and tough and all that. Please stop. You really want to show these people what's up? You really want you really want to put your money where your mouth is? You commit a crime like this. Guess what? We're going to get you, we're going to kill you, and we're going to bury you the same Treat them like Osama Bin Laden. And we are done with you. I guarantee you people are going to think twice. And anybody who says, oh, well, uh, that's so inhumane, guess what? Going back to all those obey the laws. Well, if you just obey the law, you have no problem. That's the same thing I'm going to tell them too. Guess what? If you just obey uh, the law, you're going to That's even too much humanity. Why, why are you picking up and, and going to go shoot people? What is wrong with you? And, and, and you want to be living. And that's the thing. Oh, not guilty. Why are you pleading not guilty? <laughs> that stuff blows my mind. You've gone to go kill a whole bunch of people. They ask you, what is your what is your plea? And you open your stupid mouth to tell us not guilty. Boy, you need to die. That's how I feel about these people. That's why I'm a big proponent of the death penalty, 100%. Especially for these people who commit these 4K crimes. We caught you. Pulling the guns out, shooting people. You can't live. Those people don't get to go home to their families. Neither should you. Neither should you. So that's all I'm gonna say about that because I, I'm not gonna change my mind. No, no one's gonna, no one's gonna change my mind about this because my mind is made up. Mind is made up. Let's get these, let's get these thugs off the street. And I'm yeah, talking I'm about telling the police you. officers. And let's get these crazy people. Let's get these guns away from them. Stop. Because I guarantee you, guess what? If I wasn't wearing a situation where I needed to use a gun and I shot somebody, oh, my ass is toast. They're going to finish you. But let Blake from down look the road. Look at Castillo. My, my boy had his gun in his compartment say, hey, look, I got this gun legally. Legally. They still and finish now he's gone. So anyways, I ain't got much to say. I'm just going to end it there because I'm, I'm truly fed up. Um, and, and I think there was another story about another guy who was killed today. So I just, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I really don't, I really don't know what to say anymore, man. I really do not know what to say anymore. I'm, I'm just sick of this entire thing, man. I'm sick of this entire thing. I don't want to talk about this much. 
but 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 I will. Let, let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up while we're here. That's crazy. That that happened today. I mean, do you think this country is at a boiling point or a tipping point anytime soon? Because after after a while, we gotta get tired of this, man. We gotta get tired of of getting killed. We gotta get tired of getting discriminated against. We gotta get tired of everyday mass shootings. I feel like everybody's just tired, yo. And the government has to step in and do something. Cause what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? You know, and, and yeah, have- I mean, this, I mean, this is this is the story here. Uh, a black man was shot and killed in North Carolina uh, on Wednesday <clears throat> by sheriff deputies carrying out a search warrant. It was cute. Andrew Brown Jr. killed. Search warrant. Okay, so I'm confused. Killed why? Was it another Breonna Taylor type thing, or was it? Man, you know what? Shot that bad, that news, news, news is still coming out. It hasn't been finalized, but this happened eight thirty today. Um, eight thirty a.m. Eight thirty a.m. That's when. Mm-hmm. That's when it happened. Um, we've yet to see more news. I'm, I don't want to talk too much. You know, I, I want to make sure I pull together everything before I say yeah. anything. But that's where we at, man. But in any case, um, let's let's try to end on a good note. Songs of the week. What you got for us? Man, this has been an interesting week, bro. But songs of the week, I have, I have um, of course, I have Black Effect uh, by the Carters. You know, I, I've been on my old school wave with Beyonce and, you know, her husband, Mr. Jay-Z. Um, also, I have uh, another song from that, that album, The Carters. It's called Friends. Now, that was a really good song. If you guys don't know, it's, a, it's a by Beyonce again and her husband. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Shout out to, um, I won't say the name on this podcast, but shout out to the person who put me back on Beyonce. You know, I have a friend who's a really, really big a Beyonce fan. And, you know, I talk down on Beyonce, they're probably going to slap me. So shout out to you, you know, for putting me back on Beyonce and old school stuff. One good song, last song, I'll give you guys just three this week. Uh, it's called Blessed to Have You by Cesar Millie. That's, a, that's, a, that's an amazing song. Uh, that's a wedding song to so my DJs. As listen to this, please. I, I want to say something about DJs first and these his wedding. <laughs> I want to say something. I want to say something. I'm going to a lot of weddings this year. <laughs> and I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to be very honest because I don't want to, if I, if I go to a wedding and I, and I feel as if I know what you're going to play next, we have a problem. I'm, you know, I feel like DJs have been inside too long. They've been dropping too many new songs. We don't want to hear stuff from pre-quarantine. We don't want to hear that. Or we're not going to spend money. So those of you guys who are getting married, tell your DJ we're not spending money if we hear pre-quarantine music. Unless it's a certified banger, we don't want to hear, you know, Joanna, Joe. We don't want to oh, hear oh that. Oh, my God, bruh. If I hear that at your wedding, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> I'm going to sit down. If I tell you, I'm going to go to my seat. Money fall on Ocho's no, going no, no, home. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of those songs. Money, no money's falling anywhere. I I'm don't want to hear none of those songs. Respect yourself. And God's going to bless you. As my boy Chinedu would say. What about you? What, you? what you got for us, man? Man, you know, honestly, I haven't. I, I've been too tied up. Normally, I like to kind of research a little bit, come with some bangers, but... No, I've not had time to look at any of those things. I've just kind of been listening to my same old, same olds. Uh, you know, I jammed to some old school R&B. Uh, you know, definitely uh, listen to some Joe. Big fan of 112. 
uh, been jamming to some brandy recently as well. Um, those that's kind of really what I've been listening to. Nothing new just yet. Um, but next week I have a little more time. I'll be doing some traveling. Really, when I travel is when I get a bunch of hits because I'm yeah, really kind of yeah. pull together a nice playlist before I hop on the plane. Because uh, I'm not paying that 10, 15 bucks for that <laughs> Wi Fi. <Yeah. laughs> so I get, I download my Netflix, I download this, download that. <laughs> Can't you express your Wi-Fi? I, I can, but I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't even want to deal with it. You know what I mean? So I can't. I can't express it. But honestly, the plane, I want to be real with you. I don't get a lot of sleep because I work. Oh, I, I overwork myself. You know, sometimes you you text me I'm like, bro, I'm just not getting off at 12. That's just But um, whenever I travel, that's really when I try to get some sleep. So every once in a while, I run into people that want to talk. I'm like, dog. Do not talk to me. You know, I keep it real short. I put my headphones in. You know, if I'm watching Netflix, I just stay that. You know, say a quick hi, and that's it. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Um, but anyways, that's you know what's crazy, man? You talking about you can sleep on a plane? I actually can't sleep on a plane. Like I'm always, I always like to get my seat by the wing. You know, by the window, seat by the wing, so I can see right out the window. You know why? Ever, ever since that lady, you know, got pulled out the the window on Southwest, a lot of stuff been going on with these planes. You know, these engines have been blowing up. You know, the 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 seven eighty seven has been falling out the sky. So I have to be prepared. You know, in case that's my destiny. So I'm always, you know, awake, watching the window just in case. You know, or maybe the pilot may need some help. He can always call on me. You feel me? Nah, man, I sleep like a baby, man. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna sit here alive, man. What, but the thing is, the thing is, I wait till the plane is in the air. Like, okay. I don't know, there, there's something, there's something about it. Like once the plane is in the air, I feel like things are good. I feel like things happening like right before, so yeah, it, yeah, it, right, right before take or, or landing, or I'll wait to where at least, and it's not just the moment we hit the air. No, I'll wait maybe a solid 10, 15 minutes. Like we're cruising, yeah. and I'm like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Let me go ahead and you know knock out. Um. But yeah, now that I'm traveling more and more for work, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I remember, though, real quick, last story before we sign off. I remember right before, uh, or it was before COVID time, when the, uh, I think it was a 735 Max, when those yeah, issues mm-hmm. happened. Um, every plan that I was on, even if it wasn't a 735 Max, hey, any small noise, I'm looking around like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, hey, did you hear that? Are we good? <laughs> are, we, are you good? Are you, are you, did you hear anything? Did you see anything? Oh, so, man. yeah, man, for like the next 10 flights, I was just, I was just beating my, I was just, my chest was just beating hard. Yeah. Um, You know, but either way, you know, now I think that, you know, things are a lot safer. Uh, I just pray for everybody who takes off. I want everybody to take off, you know, exactly. safely, get home safely. Uh, that's it. You know, that's the goal, man. That's the goal on, you know. So, what 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 you got to tell the folks as we sign off, man? Just to be safe, yo. Crazy out here, man. It is really like you know, just be vigilant, be extra vigilant. Um, try to be aware of your exits in the in buildings. And it's crazy that we have to say this in in twenty twenty one. You know, I hope we we can get to a point where there has to be an impasse and we make a decision as a country. On where you want to go. I don't know how many people have to die, how many people have to be affected by this, who has to be affected by this, but I hope we can really get to a point where we understand, wow, you know, this is kind of getting crazy. As a first world country, come on, who else is dealing with this? Nobody. Yeah. No other country has this kind of stuff going on. And like America, we have the right to bear arms. But do we mean it like this? 
And, and that's all I leave it as, you know. Those you guys who have your guns responsibly, shout out to y'all. But even at that, if you're responsible enough to understand, wow, I have a weapon here, maybe I need to give it up, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I think we have to get to the conclusion of this is a weapon, I respect this weapon, and I respect this country and see what these weapons can do. I'm not saying don't have a little pistol, you know what I'm saying? Those are cool. I mean, those are not, but if you want to get that pistol, do your thing, protect yourself, cool. But you don't need to have AR-15. You don't need to have M4. You don't need to have these. And that's how I'm going to say. So, so you know, let's just be vigilant, be safe. And, uh, of course, if we're going outside, let's realize that, hey, outside wasn't all that good before the, you know, quarantine. People are still going crazy. People are still shooting. So let's be vigilant and aware. Hey, look, if we're outside, we're back to how America was before. Police still shooting people, and these Indochai are still shooting people too. That's what I'm going to say. Well put, man. Well put. All I'm telling people is, please, for the love of God, stop interacting with police. Do anything you can. Those people have now become the criminals. Yes. Now become those. They have now become what they're trying to keep society away from, which are criminals. And and we can't we can't pretend anymore. We cannot mm-hmm. pretend anymore. So if you honestly can't stay away from police, do what you can to not have interactions with them. Better for you if you don't. Better for you. Trust if you me. Don't. It's Trust sad. Me. It's sad that I have to say that, but it, that, that's that comes straight from the heart. That's how I would tell my kids. That's how I'm telling my brother, my si- whomever. Stay away from these people. Yeah. Please. My mother will say, Makachineke, because of God. <laughs> stay away from these people. Please. Please. I can't say it more than that. But, anyways, man, it's your boy Elder Chidi signing off. The grandpa himself. Uh, thank you all again for listening. Share this podcast and also tell us what you think. We're going to be starting up with uh, interviews here soon. Um, we just have to get some scheduling in, but we've been talking about it. It is going to happen. So you can get more uh, more insight from different folks as well. So signing out. <laughs>